Hey there, this is your girl Shawanda, and you're listening to Refreshing the Soul Podcast, a show where we bring our experiences and God's truth to refresh the heavy and hard places in your soul. From anxiety to unforgiveness, we'll learn how to come to an honest place in our souls and uproot those hidden lies so that you can discover the unique expression God created you to be in this world. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. Thank you for joining me for another episode. If you're listening to me on Apple or Spotify or iHeart, thanks for tuning in. Or you may be um, watching me on YouTube. Hey, how are you? It's good to have you. Um, I'm sure it's great to put a face to the name. Um, But however you're listening, however you're watching, today we choose to put our hearts and our focus on God to receive a refreshing from Him. God is our living water. He is what gives us life in places in our soul that may be dead, that may be dry, that may be weary. And one of the places we're talking about today in our soul, it may be a place of where you've been rejected. We've actually been talking about it for this month. And if you've been following along, you know I've been journeying through Ruth, but also sharing some of my story and some things that I've learned and things that God has put into my heart. And so we just want to continue on this this month. And um, man, I have to be honest, uh, this, this week's episode, I was just kind of just stuck. I knew, um, I know what God has been doing in me, what he's been showing me with rejection, but with Ruth, um, some of the chapter, like in this chapter, Ruth three, I'm like, God, what do you want me to say? Like, I only have a few things here and there. Um, but I feel like God just want me to be honest, um, with just where I'm at and the things that he has been showing me with how he's been just leading me out of this place, loving me in this place. And, um, you know, it's funny, I found a note um, back in, I think it was back in 2019, I found a note um, in my phone where, um, like, I just I just typed down something if I hear Holy Spirit speaking to me, and um, I, jo- I jot down this note, I actually typed it out, I said jot down like I'm writing, but I, I typed out this note, and Holy Spirit was just um, telling me that you know, your fear of rejection of man is so great that it's greater than my than my love for him. And what I realize is that if we fear being rejected by people, we'll do all sorts of things to please them, to make them happy so that we don't have to deal with that rejection. So we don't have to deal with that feeling of not being wanted, of not being good enough. And in turn, we can put people over God. We can try to please people and not God. And what if God is telling you to do something that may cause you um, to be in the line of where you're going to be rejected? And some people are not going to like what you have to say or they're not going to agree with what you're doing. What if God does that? Are you not going to be obedient Because you fear people more than you love God. One of the first things God told me, um, I remember when it came to just 
listening to him and obeying him, um, he said, I ha he said, I'm going to teach you a love obedience. Um, meaning God didn't, he didn't want me just to be obedient because I had to, because if we just be obedient because we have to, we're going to end up doing our own thing. <laughs> I, 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 and maybe you have growing up, I had to be obedient because I was afraid I would get in trouble. I would get a whipping. And <laughs> if any of y'all know about that, I was afraid. So I was obedient because I had to, not because I really wanted to. Um, I wanted to because I didn't want to get in trouble. It still went back on me. I didn't want to, to just please my parents or because it was the right, just the right thing. And I'm sure at times it probably was. I did feel that way. But I remember, if anything, being afraid of um, the, the, the punishment. And God doesn't want us to be obedient because um, we're afraid of being punished. We're afraid of the outcome if we don't. Because that doesn't last. Eventually, we're not going to want to serve that type of God. We're not going to want to do do things. We're not going to want to say things to him or be vulnerable with him. But God wants us to um, be obedient because we want to. Because we love him. And when you begin to reach a place where God is calling you to be obedient in certain things. And you know what he's saying. But there's also a place of where you understand you could be rejected. Some people may not like this. Some people may not understand this. When you begin to grow in your love in God and being obedient to him, um, you're willing to put yourself out there. You're willing to put yourself at risk of being rejected because you love God and you aim to please God. In Galatians 1.10, Paul tells the um, Galatia church, tells the church, um, he says, obviously I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. If we fear rejection and we're trying to please man, we are not Christ's servant. We can't serve God and man. While we can serve man, if it aligns with what God is saying, if God is saying, this is what I want you to do. It is to serve man in this capacity is to do this. But if, if God is, but if, but is you're doing that because God is saying to do it, you're doing it because you want to please him. But if we're just, we're just doing things, um, to please man purely, we're, we're now servants of men. And not of God. Our heart is more geared in a place um, that where it's um, fearful of what man says. Instead of in a place of wanting and longing for what God says. And so I don't know if that's you right now today as I speak um, to your soul. But God wants you not to just please him. But he wants you to love him. He wants you to know him, to know that he is a safe place and to understand that sometimes you may be put in a situation where people are going to reject you, but that it is okay. You are not going to lose yourself this time because you're walking with the one who has you, the one who is safe. We can rest and be confident 
and what we're called to do and who we are because of who we're with. Before, when we were rejected, when we were put aside, when we were dismissed, uh, when we were refused, when we were deemed inadequate from however or whoever, that probably was in a time where you did not know God, where you were not in close relationship with him. And so God wants your heart to understand that now things are different. You have a more aware awareness and understanding of who he is. And he wants you to open up this area of your heart to him. He wants you to understand that fear of men is only going to get you so far into what he has for you. And maybe this is another layer Another place in your heart that you have to deal with. You have to address. This was something back in 2019. God began to address with me. And um, I thought some of this stuff was already uprooted. And here I am in 2023. And God's saying, no, there's still more over here. And so um, I just wanted to talk about that today. About us just... um, Remembering to have a love obedience for God in this place, when we open this place to him, um, understanding there are some things he may tell you to do that may violate everything in your own understanding of what you should do, right? But God wants us to be healed. He wants us to be whole in this place. I don't know what it's going to look like for you, um, but for me, you know, I will share that um, you know, places where I would, Hey, if me and if I'm, you know, becoming friends with someone or become, or getting to know someone, I'm not someone who I I don't mind, um, initiating certain things, but if I'm the one who's continuously initiating and I feel like, okay, that person's there, they're not asking if they want to hang out. They're not, um, being open or they're not, whatever, I will close up. I'll be like, I'm done. Um, and in certain instances, I won't initiate at all. I like to get a feel for a person, see if they even like me or want to, um, talk or hang out or whatever. And, um, God is, he's, he's been doing some different things with me lately, but I've been listening and I've been open to what he's saying. But, and and I'll, I'll, I'll take a little bit of that back. <laughs> At first, I'm just like, well, maybe this means um, that I shouldn't say anything, that this is, the time is not right now. And I'm talking about friendships, okay? And um, that's me. Like, I, that's how I would deal. Because to me, that's a form of rejection. If you're not initiating or you're not saying anything, I'm taking it as, well, you don't like me. You don't want to hang out with me. You don't. You know, and God, I just felt his grace wash over me um, and say, still initiate, still act, still, still, still put yourself out there, even if it is to be rejected. Because he's like, I'm not that, I'm not that way to you. When you choose not to step to me and pray to me or um, read your word, open up, I don't close up myself and say, well, Shawanda don't have nothing to do with me anymore. So I'm just not going to be God in her life. No, God, um, he remains the same. He remains faithful. And we're made in the image of him. 
And he's continually, um, He's continually molding us to be more and more like his son. He wants us to display his son in this, in this earth. And I know some people may have a, a problem with what I'm saying right now. But I have to tell you what God has been doing in my life and how he's renewing my mind on how he wants me to live. And for me, he's saying, initiate beyond your limitation. Love beyond your limitation. I know you decided, mm, that's it. I'm just going to wait to see what this person says, how this, and he, he was like, no. And so I had to initiate again after now, and after wanting to be like, you know what? Let's just put this on pause. And he was like, no, An, initiate a, a, another conversation, initiate another hangout, initiate, you know, another, another talk, another acts, you acts. And, um, Honestly, with God's instructions to me revealed my limitations, his instructions to me to go past a, a, a place in me where I normally wouldn't reveal the part of me that feared rejection because where I had an issue with obeying, it exposed the place of what I feared. And so for you, it may be different. I don't know how God's going to lead you, but I know that God wants us to obey him, but he wants us to do it from a place of love because he has the best for us and he doesn't want us to stop. See, I would have stopped obeying him at this, this place in my life because I fear rejection. I feared rejection, but because of my love for God, I trust him with my life. I trust his way. There has to be a reason why he's telling me to do something um, past this place of my fear. I believe God is going to um, stretch you. He's going to pull you out of the place that you fear by giving you instructions, by telling you to do the very thing that you probably don't want to do, only to expose the place of, of that fear and to show you who you really are. See, sometimes we hide behind fear uh, because we don't want to face the part of us that um, has to, that may be rejected again. But guess what? If the person would have said, "No, I don't want to hang out," okay, I would. It what what would have been the worst thing for me to hear is no, I don't want to hang out. Um, nope, I I, I don't want to. You know, I don't want to have a conversation or I can't talk or whatever it is. We have to sometimes play out the scenario in our head and talk ourselves through some things like, okay, maybe right now is not the right time. And that is fine. Maybe they're dealing with some things and um, right now is not a, a good time. It doesn't always have to reflect on your identity. And I think that's what it is. When we are rejected, we automatically make it something about who we are as a person. Some of us need to take the time and just write out how we see ourselves. What kind of person are you? Are you someone who you would be friends with? Are you kind? Are you a good listener? Like what are some good things about yourself? Okay. So is, are they rejecting you? Or are you rejecting who you are? Are you dismissing those good qualities about you? Rejected means dismissing or refusing. 
a proposal, an idea. It means to dismiss as inadequate. Are you dismissing yourself as inadequate? So, um, trust God. Don't lean to your own understanding. In all your ways, even in the way of, God, should I ask this? Should I do this? Or, okay, this looks like something um, I, I, I should no longer pursue. What do you have to say about this, God? And um, that leads me to one of my first scriptures. Before we get into to Ruth 3, Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. And this is in, oh, no, I'll read the New Living Translation. It says, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do. And he will show you which path to take. Do not depend on your own understanding. My understanding was if someone acts like they don't want to, um, they don't like me, they don't want to hang out with me, if they're not acting, if they're not in, showing interest, if they're not ish, initiating anything, then I'm not wanted I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not the one that they want. I'm not someone worth hanging out with. I would go to that. And sometimes we don't realize the things that may be going on in that other person. They may be afraid and initiate. They may be dealing with rejection issues. They may have some social anxiety as well. And they need people to walk alongside them and initiate and acts and probe and God may be pulling something outside of them, but he needs you. He needs someone to step up and obey what he's saying. Who's going to be led by his word and not our feelings of fear. And I know I'm saying it as, as if it's easy. I know that it's not in that moment when I did feel like his grace washed over me, like to have grace and compassion um, for this person. I still felt a little like uh, uneasy because this now was, this is outside of who I've always known myself to be and do. Like, I don't, I don't go this far. I I, I know how to go. I have a, uh, I, I had a certain limit of how much I'm going to initiate and, and talk to someone. And you, you put off enough, enough signs <laughs> then that says that you're not interested. I'm going to leave you alone. But Again, I had, I had to hear which path does God want me to take? I had to be open to the path that he wanted me to take. And it wasn't the one that my understanding said to take. Because my understanding and our understanding, guess what is built on? A lot of our feelings. Guess what else is built on? Our past. It said, listen, because this added up to this, that's what I got. And I don't like that. Well, I'm not going to do it again because I'm going to get the same result. And God's like, no, don't lean on your own understanding. In all my ways, acknowledge me and I will show you which path to take. God wants to show you which path to take. Whatever it is that you're up against, he wants to stir in your heart. What the, 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 his spirit. His love, his peace. And he wants you to walk in that. And so I say, listen to God's instructions 
not your feelings. Be open to hear what he has to say. And then we actually got to walk it out and do it. I know our feelings say protect, protect, you know, go to what's familiar, go to what's comfortable. But in order for us to walk out of that unrenewed place in our soul, that traumatized place in our soul where we've been rejected, we have to be willing to trust God and do what's uncomfortable. So I've been initiating and um, how things have been going well. But I noticed too, it's doing something else in me. It's making me more bolder. It's making me more aware of this, um, this, 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 this version of myself that I haven't seen that was already on the inside of me that God was like, this is who you are. Like I'm and, and feeling good with it, feeling good with and more secure with who I am in God and trusting him more. And understanding that this life is not my own. This life is is not for me to please man. But it's to help God. It's to help him get his self here in this earth. There are people who need to be loved just like you. Who needs to see what God's love is. Where they've been rejected. Some of us, we're waiting for permission. For someone to pull us up out of Whatever brokenness we feel for us to feel validated, for us to now feel wanted. And I'm here to tell you, if you're waiting for man to do that, to validate that for you, you're not going to get it. You're not drinking from God's living water. You're drinking from tap water from a man-made well that cannot satisfy. Only his Only his water, his word, his presence, his spirit can satisfy you. Um, And if you hear a dog in the back, I apologize. (laughs) He, I think he hears other dogs um, around and maybe barking because of that. But um, I wanted to share that with you. And I also wanted to share um, that we have to continue to lay this before God. We have to continue to come to God with the pieces of us, the, the the hurt that we feel, the parts of us that we want whole, that we want healed. We have to come before him and talk to him about it. Talk it out to him. Be Just be honest. Tell him like, God, I fear doing this. I'm afraid that this will happen. I need your help. I need your healing. And God is sure to come on your behalf. I heard my pastor say this scripture um, on Sunday. It's from Psalms 5 and 3. Psalms 5 and 3 says, Listen to my voice in the morning, Lord. Each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. The Passion Translation says, At each and every sunrise you will hear my voice as I prepare my sacrifice of prayer to you. Every morning, I lay out the pieces of my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. Wow. David saying, hey, every piece of me, even if it's in pieces, I lay it before you. I lay out my life on the altar and wait for your fire to fall upon my heart. There is something that only God can do. 
We partner with God when we bring it before him, when we come to him with what's weary, with what's heavy, and we lay it before him and say, God, consume this part of me that's not like you. Consume this part of me that wants to please men. Consume this part of me that fears being rejected. Consume this part of me that feels inadequate. I want to walk confidently in who you are. I want to choose you before men. My heart is to please you. My heart is to know you. My heart is to know me. Consume this place, God. I believe that's someone's prayer. And if you prayed that prayer with me, amen. I pray it be unto you, my sister. Um, just uh, in Ruth 3, I just want to point out a couple of scriptures. And then we'll be done. But Ruth 3, we've been, we've been journeying through Ruth. Um, and here, Ruth is in a place where she's with her mother-in-law. Um, her husband died. And Ruth's husband died and Naomi's husband died. Okay. And so they're together back in Naomi's land. Ruth begins working for a man named Boaz. Um, he starts showing her favor. That's what we read last week. And so here um, in Ruth 3, Naomi opens up with that she wants, for, she wants Ruth to find a permanent home. Pretty much, she wants her to get have you know be married, you know, have a family, and and so um, she tells her pretty much, okay, I w I want you to approach Boaz, okay, and she starts to give her instructions, tells her to wear perfume, to meet him at the threshing floor, and to go lie down where he lies down, and to uncover his feet and lie down by his feet, and I notice in verse five, Ruth responds, "I will do everything you say." Ruth replied. So here's this place where Ruth is about to um, embark on her family being redeemed. Um, later on, you read in the scripture where Boaz is actually the family redeemer. Okay, he's able to redeem um, their family and meaning he's able to marry her. And um, and so Ruth responds with a um, posture of submission, a posture of, of obedience, saying, I will do everything you say. I highlighted that scripture because um, as God has been walking me through um, the places in me that, has fe that fears rejection, um, as I've been laying it before God, um, I've been noticing God has just been giving me instructions, telling me to do this and that. And it's things that I'm like, oh, my gosh, I got my my toes a little curling. Like, really? Like, OK, let me think about this. Like, let me just give me a moment, God. But I but I, I have the posture and I want you to have the posture in your heart and say, I'm I will do everything that you tell me, God. I would do what you say. I trust you because I trust that if you're telling me this is leading to what's best for my life. I want to be redeemed. I want to be whole in this in this area of my life. So I will do 
everything you say right now. Just repeat after me, whether you're in your car, sitting at your desk, or you're at home. I will do everything you say, Lord. I will do everything you say. And so she goes and she does what um, Naomi tells her to do. And um, verse um, 9 um, right after, um, rather she's, she ends up lying by his feet and he wakes up in the middle of the night and he asks, who are you? He asks, I am your servant, Ruth. She replied, spread the corner of your covering over me for you are my family redeemer. It's right there in that verse nine, where you see that Boaz is, um, her family redeemer. I like that later, like after this, Boaz says, man, you're showing yourself to be more faithful. You didn't try to go and get a young man, but you came to me. And something I want us to understand is that the place in our souls that needs um, to be restored, that needs to be whole, whole, um, that needs um, what was taken out, what was lost, um, that needs God's feeling again, it only can come from him. He is the only one who can redeem you. Ruth didn't go to any other place, any other man. She honestly wasn't even seeking it. She just was, she naturally from the beginning, I say naturally, I don't really know her backstory and the Bible doesn't give a backstory of Ruth except for what we know that she was married to Naomi's son. But she starts off in a place of just, you know, this place of humility, this place of being teachable. She wanted to follow Naomi. I'll, she's like, I'll follow you wherever you go. She, she wanted to be under her mission. Um, and then I see here, Naomi's telling her what to do. And she's like, I'll do whatever you tell me to do. There's a trust there. And I, and I know um, in a place of where um, some of us have been rejected and maybe your trust was taken, it was stolen. Um, God wants you to put your trust in him. You don't need to put it in man to to trust again, to um, love again, to hope again. Start with him. That's what matters. He's who who matters. I trust what 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 the way that is um the way that is restored is when we choose to just trust God. When we choose to have faith in him and say, you know what? I'll do what you tell me to do. Some of us are still where we're at because we're choosing to do what we just want to do. We're doing everything our feelings say, but not everything that God is saying. It's time to change our posture of our heart to be obedient to what he is saying. He wants you whole. He wants you restored. He wants you to trust in him. Mm. And so Boaz um, pretty much tells her, listen, I can, I can um, redeem I can't redeem your family. He said, I, he's, I can um, marry you, but there is one other person um, that is more closely related to her than he is. So he said, listen, stay here for the night. You know, I'm going to, um, he's going to talk to the guy um, and pretty much, you know, see if the, if the guy wants to marry her, then, hey, he can marry Ruth. But if not, then he's like, he, he'll surely marry her. 
And so um, Ruth ends up going back and telling Naomi, okay, this is what happened. And um, verse 18, this is what Naomi said to her. Then Naomi said to her, just be patient, my daughter, until we hear what happens. I just want to tell you, as we read in Psalms 5-3, we say, we said to lay it before God, right? And to wait. The psalmist was saying, he said, each morning I bring my request to you and wait expectantly. When we wait, we wait expectantly. You're laying these things before God. You're coming to the one who can redeem you. You're coming to the one who you've surrendered and say, God, I'll do whatever you say. Okay, now it's time to wait expectantly. It's time to be patient. Don't jump in, um, try to do something to fix it, to feel better, um, to work it the way you think. God's going to lead you in what you should do, and you're going to know it. He's going to lead you in what you should say. He's going to lead you in how he wants to work this out of you. But just keep living your day today, expectantly looking for God, expectantly um, showing up for him. Knowing that he's going to do a thing in your heart. Where it may just happen. And you don't feel that need to, 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 to please men. Where you'd be able to say, no, no, thank you. Or I don't like that. Or to be able to start initiating some things. God wants to invade someone's heart. With his confidence with his strength, with his spirit. Let's wait patiently and expectantly for him to do it. So right as we close right here, I want to go into my hiding place segment. Um, the song that I have for you today is called You Must Break by Tasha Cobbs and um, Kiara Shared. Oh my gosh, this song is so powerful. The first two verses says, curse of rejection, you can't stay here. Lives of fear, you're not welcome here. I have been too comfortable living with you. Now the king has come to my rescue. You will bow to your knees. Oh yes, you will. I'm not living in what you planned for me because I am a child of the king. As I decide to lay you aside, you must break. As I decide to lay you aside, you must break. That's what we say right now to rejection. We're laying you aside, you must break. That's our confession. I will lay rejection aside and it must break. It must break in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen everyone that wraps up this week's episode thank you for tuning in please subscribe rate and review this podcast so we can get refreshing to those souls who need it also don't forget to head over to amazon where you can purchase that 30-day devotional rest for the soul by yours truly um you want to get it in your hand and just remember soul care is self-care until next time bye bye